Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place, where tomorrow the Edmonton Oilers will face the Arizona Coyotes. We've already heard from the last man standing for the Pacific Division, Leon Dreisaitl. On today's show, along with Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at River Cree Resort Casino. Thank you to all of you that participated in the call-in segment of our show. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. So tonight, uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings are in Lethbridge. Tomorrow, they are in Medicine Hat. And then Sunday at Rogers Place after the skills competition... Uh, the Oil Kings host the Lethbridge Hurricanes again, and Lethbridge has loaded up at the WHL trade deadline. Uh, not sure how you would term what Edmonton did. I mean, they got a guy who's going to get drafted uh, in a deal yesterday. It came as a bit of a surprise uh, to talk about uh, the plight of the WHL, uh, who made some moves, and uh, specific to his team, the two moves he made is Edmonton Oil Kings general manager and president, Kurt Hill. Kurt, how you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. How are you doing? Good. Uh, caught us off guard a bit, I think, uh, uh, for those of us that you know care about the league and, and watch the sort of moves that end up taking place. Uh, just a, a, a thought on trading away Brett Kemp, uh, getting back a um, you know a guy that we saw here in the summer uh, in the Ivan Holinka Cup. Uh, maybe educate our listeners on what went down there. Yeah, no, I think it's uh, between us and Medicine Hat, it's a really good hockey trade. I think, uh, you know, we sent a, a really good player in Brett Kemp to Medicine Hat, um, and we got a real good player back in uh, Josh Williams. Uh, Josh Williams obviously ranked for the NHL draft this year quite high and uh, had, a, had a great time in Holinka with Team Canada. And, uh, you know, he was fifth overall in the Bantam draft. He's a guy that, uh, you know, through my time at the Western Hockey League, I'm quite familiar with watching him him kind of develop and his path through and our our staff um, has had interactions with him before through Hockey Canada events and our scouting staff was quite comfortable with him so we feel we're getting a very quality person back and uh, you know a guy that maybe hasn't achieved quite to his capabilities this year but uh, we feel has huge upside coming in and 
and getting him getting that year back too is big for us as well. Well, yeah, and you do gain a year in the deal, but uh, you know you trade away Brett Kemp. He's second on your team in goal scoring. Uh, Curdy's he's got 22, uh, 39 points in 40 games. He's a right shot center. Uh, he is, uh, you know, as as you mentioned, uh, Josh Williams is younger than him. But I mean, how hard is it to part him with a player of the caliber of Brett Kemp? Well, it's very hard. It's very hard. I think it's, uh, again, as mentioned, it's something we evaluated as a group. And, uh, you know, that's how highly we think of the guy we're getting back. We we knew we would, when this player came available, we'd have to give up a, a really good player to get him back. And, you know, that just speaks how highly we think of the player we got back. And, you know, we, we feel this player is going to be able to uh, produce here uh, for our group right now and uh, in the future as well. So, um, at the end of the day, we know we gave up a good player, good, but we're gonna. We, we feel we got a player back that can fill his role. In Josh Williams, uh, does he fit because he's a year younger? Does he fit better with the cycle of your team with, you know, Matt Robertson, who like Williams is draft eligible this year, and like Williams played on the uh, Halinka Gretzky Cup team for Team Canada this year that won at Edmonton. Uh, you know, you got Robertson, you got. Uh, Jake Neighbors, who's out uh, for a few weeks here, but uh, is a, a you know a, a lock to be a first round pick next year, and then obviously Dylan Gunther, who's probably going to be a top ten pick in two years from now. I mean, is that part of it as well with Williams that he fits sort of in the context of what you're, uh, you know, where you're cycling up to? Yeah, you know he does, and you know at the end of the day, our 2001 group is an extremely strong group. Um, that we have here. I mean, right now, what I think, not that you, you look at the band draft all in all, but we have four first-rounders, 2001s on our team right now. Um, it's a really strong group with Robertson, Alexander, the defenseman, and, uh, you know, then you look at Keeler and such and the years that they've had, and they're coming along quite nice, and Alistrov's a 2001, and, you know, he's kind of turning a corner and starting to come on and produce offensively, With and we think he's got a very high ceiling as well. So our 2001 group is quite strong, but, uh, you know, at the same time, this is a move that we don't think should affect where we're at in the standings at all this year, and we think it's a straight, we got a good player for a good player, and we don't expect our team to take a dip. We still think we have a strong team, and, and we think we're, we're right there with any team in the Central Division. All right, we're joined by Kurt Hill. He's the president and GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Uh, Alistroff, by the way, you mentioned him, Vladimir Alistroff. He's now got 18 points in 36 games. Uh, he represented Belarus, uh, Bel- uh, the Belarusians in the uh, I guess Division Two pool for the World Juniors, uh, just 17 years of age. Um, was there just some? I mean, he had Pavlenko here. Andre Pavlenko had been here the year before. Was there just some challenges in terms of getting them initially integrated into playing in, in Western Hockey League in, in Canada? Yeah, you know, you always go through that the, the challenge when you bring a guy over that doesn't speak any English. So he's come a long way and in, in learning the language first of all, and I think just learning the system. They play completely different over there. And, uh, you know, Brad's had to, he's had to learn Brad's system and learn a little bit of the North American game, playing in a smaller building and, and playing against uh, stiffer competition every night. I mean, I've had conversations with Vlad where, you know, this is this is a massive step up for him compared to where he was playing in Belarus. And, you know, not that there's not good players over there, but when the quality of play over here and, you know, the challenge of him now actually playing against older guys every night too with him only being a 17-year-old. So, you know, we... We have the expectation that he's going to be a guy that's going to be able to take huge steps and a guy we get at 18 next year and 19 the year after, which is massive for us, and him learning um, about the CHL in Edmonton as a whole. Are you surprised by Carter Such at all? Uh, you know, the Such family has been a, a prominent sports family in the city for a long time, and Carter's got 27 points in 42 games as a 17-year-old. Uh, he's not draft eligible because he's a late birth date until the 2020 NHL draft. 
Oh, for sure. You know, like it's it's amazing what uh, Carter's been able to accomplish this year. He's I, we were looking at it the other day, and out of, out of all the 17 year olds and 16 year olds in the Western Hockey League, he's top 20 in, in scoring, and, and not on those age categories. You know, he's a late birthday, so his NHL draft's not until next year. But um, you know, it does surprise you, and then it doesn't because you know that Carter um, has he's a, it, what. You, where he finds his success is his hockey sense is out, out of this world. And right. he's, he's such a great playmaker, and his hockey sense is amazing. That's really where he's been able to take a step. And, uh, yeah, we, we just continue for him to continue to grow. And, you know, we always knew that he was going to be a great 18- or 19-year-old player in this league. But for what he's been able to contribute this year, obviously, it's, uh, it's very, um, very positive for our group. Uh, you picked up Austin Fighton as uh, a 20-year-old, and he gives you some size and some character. He played for uh, Manny Viveros and Swift Current, and, of course, you got Lachievo and uh, Benjafeld, uh, the two 20s that you picked up at the uh, the draft uh, back in the spring, and those guys have basically been point-per-game players all year for you. So, I mean, there's a you are going to have to – you got to ride those guys a bit. Uh, Lachievo and Benjafeld, those are top six guys for you. Obviously, got Fix Wolanski, who could still end up winning the WHL scoring championship. He's a 19-year-old, so you're, you are going to need the next wave to come through here. So I guess that also is part and parcel to where you see it. Just looking on defense, because you uh, you don't expect Jackson Alexander back this year, right? Because you, you mentioned him earlier as another one of those 2001s. Yeah, no, he's out for the season. That was a decision our, our staff made for the for the year. So he'll. Uh, take the season off, have a great summer, and come back uh, 100% next year. Uh, Matt Robertson. Matthew Robertson got uh, banged up. I know there were some people that were scared in the building. He's a 17-year-old uh, defenseman that uh, is draft eligible this year, likely to go somewhere between 15 and 25 overall. Uh, any, I, I believe he's returned to practice in a non-contact jersey. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct, Matthew. Uh, he's getting closer. I would probably, you know, end of next week would probably be fair. You never know, maybe Wednesday, but uh, probably the home game against Calgary next weekend and the, the doubleheader there would probably be a fair assessment for okay. that. Okay, well, uh, and you made another deal yesterday as well uh, move, because you got you finally got Todd Scott back who got hurt earlier in the season and was out, so you were scrambling a bit to find a goaltender. Uh, Dylan Miskew has provided you with some solid starts. He's got a 9.05 save percentage. He's 16-9-2 uh, in the season, but uh, you moved out to uh, Balaos yesterday. Yeah, you know, we kind of had the three-headed uh, situation there with the goaltenders, and you know, it's it came down to a situation with Boston. It's he's had a couple tough years here, and you know, we there's still obviously some upside there. Boston and PA uh, gave him a great opportunity, so we felt that uh, we gave him an opportunity to go there and play behind uh, Ian Scott and uh, learn a little bit from him. And uh, Scott will be gone next year in PA, so he's going to get more of an opportunity with us having um, Sebastian Kosa, a high-end goaltender prospect, playing in Fort Saskatchewan right now for us. We'll come, um, obviously, try out for the team next year. We just felt that uh, this was the best move um, for Boston to be moved to PA and give them an opportunity. So, you know, sometimes sometimes the deals are a little bit of for the team, for sure, 100% for the team, but a lot of sometimes it's about the kid and giving them an opportunity to stay in the league and play. And, and we felt uh, we, we've given Boston a good opportunity there in PA. All right, you got to... A tough schedule this weekend. Uh, basically, there's five teams within eight points of each other in the Central Division. Lethbridge currently leads the way. They played 40 games. They got 52 points. Uh, you guys have played the most games, 42 games. You're at 49 points. Red Deer's played 39. They're at 49 as well. Uh, you got Lethbridge tonight, and they've loaded up a bit here. And they've, I think it's fair to say they're probably more in a win-now mode. Uh, and then you get Medicine Hat on Saturday, then Lethbridge back at Rogers Place on Sunday. So just a thought on uh, those 
three games this weekend. Yeah, I know. Lethbridge is a great, they're a great team. They're a strong team. We saw them last weekend, and you know, I think we outshot them by about 20 shots, but we didn't we didn't take advantage of our opportunities. We had some power plays early in the game. We didn't score on, and I mean, after the first period, I think the shots were 12 to two, and it's zero zero game. So, I think at the end of the day. Uh, you know, they're a great team. They're a veteran team that has a lot of playoff experience, but uh, those are the kind of games we want our team playing in right now. And, you know, after out shooting them last weekend, I don't see why we can't be in those games by any means. And, you know, we're confident with the group we have moving forward against them. And Medicine Hat, uh, we've had success against them this season. We'll see how the game goes on Saturday night. It'll obviously be a little bit of a different game with whenever you have you had a guy that was just your teammate on either side of the ice for them and for us. Uh, sometimes those games can be a little bit different, but, um, you know, Medicine Hats, uh, they're, they're a good offensive, strong skating team, and that's a lot of what we bring as well. So I think the biggest outlook on the weekend is these are the kind of games that we want our group playing in, and our group's got to learn how to win and, and be in. So that's, uh, we're excited as an entire staff about the weekend as a whole. Kurt, uh, if you could, because you were a scout last year for the Chicago Blackhawks, Lethbridge has Dylan Cousins. Uh, he, along with Kirby Doc, are seen as probably two of the top six players for the upcoming draft. Uh, Cousins is now up to uh, 56 points. He's a six foot three. Uh, he's skinny at this stage. He's only about 175, 178 pounds. He's a right shot center. Plays a little bit on the wing as well. Um, did you notice him last year when you were on your uh, trails uh, scouting? Oh, for sure. I think everybody. He was a guy that probably could have won in the first round last year. I think if it was a draft year. So he's a he's a high end high end prospect. I mean, guys. When you watch him play, he's, he's going to be a pure power forward that has a lot of touch, too, and a great shot. So you can't miss him out there. And I think, no question about it, he's going to be a top-ten pick. What do you think of Kirby Doc, who plays for Saskatoon? You know, he's a little bit of a different player. He's, he's, he's probably got a lot more skill, a little bit more of a skill set than Cousins. Cousins is more of a power, you know, powerful skater, straight-line player, where Doc is, has a lot more creativity and uh, a little bit more of a skilled player. But, again, just a guy that, uh, you know, whenever Saskatoon plays, he's their guy, and, you know, everything runs through him. And for, for that to be a responsibility on a 17-year-old there in Saskatoon, it's, uh, you know, I think this guy's got a huge ceiling with his hockey sense and his skill. And, again, another guy, it's, I think between those two, it comes down to organiza- organizational needs from an NHL team and what you what you need. Do you need a big skilled player or do you need a big more of a power forward that can, that can skate hard and you know it's kinda it's kinda fifty fifty between those two and what you want as an organization. Okay. Kurt, great stuff. We appreciate your time. Okay. Thanks a lot, Bob. You bet that's Edmonton Oilers president and general manager Kurt Hill. It's one forty seven in Edmonton again the Oil Kings Sunday, four o'clock against the Lethbridge Hurricanes, second time in a week that the two teams will play at Rogers Place on a Sunday. Uh, but not before Edmonton and Lethbridge tonight, and then Edmonton and Medicine Hat Saturday, and then against Lethbridge on Sunday. So three and three, that is a tough schedule. Off to a uh, quick timeout. It's one forty-seven in Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 150 in Edmonton, Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. We're going to go to... This day in Oilers history for New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel. Receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation needs. On this day in 1983, Brennan Escott, what happened? 
Veteran Oilers forward Pat Hughes records the fastest two shorthanded goals by one player in NHL history. He burned the St. Louis Blues for two in 25 seconds on the penalty kill. Two of his 25 goals on the year. Do you know who my... So, I, I know I've relayed the story. Uh, my wife's mother, uh, Sheila, who passed away this fall, uh, she uh, worked for the Oilers for 25 years. And so, Kathy grew up around the... You know, she was sort of in the periphery and when she was in university, was an usher and all those sort of things. And her favorite player was Pat Hughes. And I, I, you think about that for a second, you know. You got Wayne Gretzky, who's just as good a guy off the ice, devoid of ego. Like, you come across people sometimes in the National Hockey League and senior management roles and uh, things like that. And, you know, they might not be the warmest of people. And then, you you know, there's Wayne Gretzky. He's like the nicest guy you could ever meet, and he treats everybody well and tries to be inclusive of everybody. And, uh, you know, Mark Messier was on that team. Paul Coffey, who had a lot of charisma. Uh, Glenn Anderson, who I personally think... Uh, you know, and I know he marched to his own drummer, but I, I Glenn's a highly entertaining guy. Grant Fuhrer was an awesome teammate, right? Yari Curry, the silent assassin. All those great Oiler players, and my wife's favorite player was Pat Hughes. Now, I have subsequently met Pat Hughes. He's quite a nice fellow. Um, and some have said to me, Bob, you are the Pat Hughes of uh, Edmonton Oilers broadcasters. Well, you know, compared to Rod Phillips and John Short and those guys, maybe that's appropriate. All righty, because they're Hall of Famers. There's no question. I'm excluding Brian Hall from that because, uh, you know, Brian's uh, he's going to be doing this. He's going to outlive us all. We know that right now. 152 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you along with the young gun himself, Brendan Escott. We are going to go to some texts. You can text us at 630, 630. Out of Edmonton, Bob, uh, Josh Williams has been sliding in the draft ranking since the Holinka tournament. He needs to move his feet. Okay, well, I'll take it on that. Bob, how can you say St. Louis doesn't have a chance? They're only five points behind the Oilers, and they got two games in hand. Well, you know what? That's fair based on that. Lance is going to upset some of you. Lance uh, from Vancouver. I disagree emphatically with the callers on Shirelli. Uh, that Shirelli must leave regardless if the Oilers make the playoffs or not. In previous seasons, he made trades and signings the fans wanted and felt needed. However, the game changed, and we have to live with the signings. My constructive criticism is regardless of the signings we made, if the current players cannot produce, put them in the press box and bring up players from Bakersfield that can maybe get 15 to 20 goals a season on our third or fourth lines. Um do we want to make the playoffs or not, question mark, then make the right decisions. Great show. That one comes to us from Lance. Another text that I think is going to su- surprise some people out there. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Hey, guys, uh, I get that Ryan Spooner hasn't shown much, but I believe he's only a year or two removed from 41 points in 59 games. He skates all right. He's got smooth hands. I'd like to see him get an extended look on Nugent Hopkins' left wing. At minimum, um, he gets a bigger look for others who may want him. And at most, it adds some punch to the top six offense. Not when offensive abilities of the team. That comes to us from Adam. Uh, Spooner, you know, some people thought, well, he's a number seven forward, and he's not produced. I think that's fair. I wonder if just the way the game's played out west, like you can't 
turn away on the four check. You got to get in, and it's you know, and, and sometimes it takes a player three months to get going after being traded too. Now, some of you would say, Bob, that's an excuse, and my response would be, that has been said to me, and on the note that it's been said to me, and the and for those of you that have would say, well. You know, that's an excuse. How would you know unless you've been traded in the NHL? All right. Uh, another couple texts. Bob, out of, is this from our friend Andresito out in Nelson, B.C.? Why is there no love for Darnell Nurse? Doesn't he have 16 points in 16 games? Isn't he on pace for more points than Clefbaum has ever had? In my opinion, he has surpassed Clefbaum since he's been out. Thoughts? Also, pick up Maroon for a fourth. He can get goals. Uh, more goals in the entire bottom six. That one comes to us from Andresito. I'd like to thank all of you who participated in the interactive portions of Oilers Now. It's an important weekend for the Edmonton Oilers and for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Of course, the Oilers against Arizona on uh, Saturday night. Skills competition at Rogers Place Sunday, and then the uh, Oil Kings against the Lethbridge Hurricanes, and then the Buffalo Sabres are here on Monday when John Shannon will join us on orders now. Pregame tomorrow night, by the way, 6.30, 8 o'clock buck drop against Arizona. Reed Wilkins has inside sports tonight. Never has me on, but I don't take it personally. He's on my show all the time. Reed, what happened? Dial your friend, text it, you know. Give me a call. Uh, Reed will be uh, undoubtedly having far better guests than yours truly. Do you have a list yet, or is his show fluid right now, Brendan? Oh, I've got the whole list. So Matthew Barnaby, that'll be an interesting oh, one okay. from Sirius XM yes. NHL. Yep. Uh, Bryant Mitchell, and from former Edmonton Eskimo now, I suppose he just signed with Arizona, and legendary wrestling manager, the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Oh, that's actually a pretty cool. He's got a, he does have a great show tonight. Up, uh, reminder, Oilers versus Coyotes. Rogers play 6.30 face-off, 8 o'clock. Puck drop of news. Weather traffic update with Eileen Bell up next, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news of Jalen I, Andrew Gross. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.